This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Friday, the 4th of June. Justin, they took their sweet, sweet time, but Clubhouse mm-hmm. has launched its Android app and amazingly, it's reached over 1 million users in its first week. Perhaps wow. there is a bright future for Clubhouse after all. Speaking of bright futures, Brett, an Australian mm-hmm. startup named A Cloud Guru, which provides cloud computing education, they've mm-hmm. been acquired by a big US company. Now, we don't know the price, but we do know it's one of the largest deals ah. ever for an Aussie tech company. We're talking billions. Three billion dollar stories today, Justin. <laughs> Let's do it. For our first, Airtasker is expanding to the US of A and is doing so in style nice. with a new shiny acquisition. Juicy stuff here from the big A. Tell me more. Well, Airtasker was founded in Australia all the way back in 2012. And essentially, it connects people who are looking for help with tasks or services with workers that are willing to do them. It's best known for helping everyday IKEA purchasers save face when they can't set it up themselves. <laughs> or helping skinny guys like you, Brett, carry their furniture into a new house. Uh, back in 2018, Airtasker expanded to go to the UK. And in March this year, they had their long-awaited IPO. But Airtasker is not done with headline-grabbing stuff yet. And the big move is being complemented by the acquisition of US services marketplace, Zali, for $3.4 million. Now, Zali has a marketplace of almost 600,000 registered users and will very likely help Airtasker get started on the right foot over in the US. So what is the key learning here? An aquahire is a coming together of two words, acquisition and hire. And an aquahire happens when company A, Airtasker, buys company B, Zali, for its employee skills or knowledge as well as a product or service. This makes sense because according to Airtasker, marketplace experts are few and far between. And Zali has expertise in this space already and its knowledge is specifically relating to the US market. So Airtasker's thinking we can get two for the price of one here. We can launch in the US and we can acquire some smart people to our team in a market we actually don't know much about. (laughs) Win, win, win. For our second story, Woolworths has announced itself on the big payment stage and will challenge Mm. the big banks with its own payment service for businesses. A formidable opponent for the big four banks who are shaking in their boots. What is the story here? (laughs) Some background. Over 14 years ago, Woolworths started sneakily creating its very own payment processing platform. And B-Man, it kind of makes sense. They're the biggest retailer in Australia and New Zealand. And they're the fifth biggest processor of card payments in Australia, just after the big four banks, Justin. So now Woolworths is taking its payment processor and launching it as a standalone business called WPay. Pretty sure everything in this space either needs to start or end with the word pay. (laughs) And B-Man, what's WPay going to do? They're going to offer their payments platform to retailers and hospitality companies so they can compete against the big four banks. So what's the key learning here? Big companies love to build ecosystems around their products and services. And why do they love to do this so much? Well, it helps them capture as much value as possible from their customers. And by value, we could mean <laughs> revenue. Woolies wants to have more touch points with its customers so they're not just a supermarket. We're talking enabling other businesses to leverage Woolies supply chain. Through a business they own called Primary Connect. Support businesses with data analytics. Through Quantium. Not to mention Woolies' everyday rewards program. So Justin, we can expect WPay to use Woolies' huge brand awareness to offer merchants a payment service that covers pretty much everything. 
For our third and final story, Etsy, the global e-commerce company focused on selling handmade and vintage items, they're buying the hip peer-to-peer social shopping app Depop for around $2 billion. Ah, old Etsy trying to be cool and hip and young again. What is happening here? (laughs) All right, well, some context here. Etsy is that old school retailer known for selling kitschy home decor, vintage clothes, and handmade goods. (laughs) And what about Depop? It's a secondhand shopping platform. But it's got a real kind of fashion conscious, trendsetter, influencer influencer vibe about it, doesn't it? And it's not just regular folk like us selling secondhand gear. We're talking Emily Ratajkowski's on there. We're talking Lily Allen's on there. And Maisie Williams, aka Arya Stark from Ooh, Game nice. of Thrones. And now Etsy, the old timer, they want a slice of the younger demographic, hence why they're buying Depop. Which has a whopping 30 million users. Of which 90% are under the age of 26. So what is the key learning here? Secondhand fashion, or thrift shopping, is blowing up as an industry. And that's thanks to the groundswell of interest amongst young consumers who are prioritizing sustainability. And here's why Depop is so valuable to Etsy. The global pre-owned clothing market is expected to grow around 20% annually for the next five years. So Justin, Etsy be thinking, we're willing to pay the big bucks for access to Mm -hmm. that delicious market. Fox family, if you like news and you also happen to like receiving letters, then we have the perfect way to start your Monday. It's the Flux Weekly Newsletter. Start the week on a high with the latest memes, the latest updates, and be smarter than your boss in under two minutes. The link is in the show notes or head to www.flux.finance. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on Monday.